What's up, guys? It is Jasmine and Nicole reporting live from San Francisco amid the coronavirus <laughs> shutdown in San Francisco. And today we're here to talk about uh, a topic that has really just like plagued people for generations, I want to say. It's a very common topic. It's should people date while they're in high school? So I think this one's particularly interesting because Nicole and I are obviously both adults now and we're allowed to date as we want. But even being a 24, <laughs> close to 25 year old adult, I still have, I still see younger girls all the time talk about how their parents won't allow them to date while they're in high school or middle school or whatever it may be. And it's interesting because like, I always want to say that I would be different than my mother or my parents, whatever it may be. Uh, but I don't, I don't know if I would by the time that I would, by the time I get to adulthood. So Nicole, I'm going to ask you first, were you allowed to date when you were younger? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great question. And very self-aware of you to question whether or not you would do the same thing as your parents. Um, <laughs> so the, was I allowed to date when I was younger before college? Uh, the short answer is yes. Um, but the long answer was it took a lot of convincing. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I think for context, so like, you know, growing up in an Asian household, um, you know, my parents grew up in communist China. There is no such thing as like dating in, This is you know, deep. Yeah, right. Um, and yeah, so I think I definitely, my parents were more conservative from that end. And also I was the oldest. So I think just by nature of being parents, they didn't know exactly what the, what the, um, uh, consensus should have been on it and especially because they were mm -hmm. like first generation um immigrants as well um, yeah so yeah I mean every time that I like not every time like there were two instances um <laughs> where I wanted to date a boy in high school um uh, one was mm -hmm. my junior year junior end of junior summer going into senior year there's this boy mm -hmm. named um can I name names on here oh wow are you naming names I just was <laughs> it doesn't that. matter no name. it's okay it, no his name is not important um he's definitely not ever gonna listen to the podcast <laughs> okay but no I I there is a boy in my physics physics class who was like a year older because AP mm -hmm. physics you could take senior or junior year okay um older men <laughs> yeah I know by like eight months it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> um but like he wanted to date me and I, I actually didn't like him that much, but I wanted the experience of it. So mm -hmm. I think I, I went ahead and asked my parents and, you know, they basically couldn't come up with a reason why, but they hesitated and they said yes. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but the thing was, I didn't actually like him that much. Wow. So it was like very easy to date him. Like dating him was seeing him like once a week or twice a week. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it just felt like I was just going for like a play date and I just, we only dated for like a summer. So yeah. Yeah. So I got a question then you're saying that you brought up to your parents, like, can I date this specific person? But had your parents told you previously because of their upbringing or whatever, maybe when you were younger, like, hey, Nicole, in general, we don't want you to date until this age? Or was it just an unspoken thing that you knew you'd have to ask for permission? So it's definitely an unspoken thing that I knew I'd have to ask for permission. I think in general, just the way that my parents' style was, we never had like talks ahead of things uh, happening you know like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the sex talk or I don't know drugs alcohol any of that <laughs> yeah like, what are all the talks yeah <laughs> right exactly so but I think there's this expectation you know because sometimes the topic of dating would come up um you know if we're watching a movie or something or and my mom would always sort of like make comments that insinuated 
that I, you know, I, it wasn't going to happen for me <laughs> until, oh, wow. until much later in college. Yeah. So she would say things like, you know, when you're in college and you're ready. So it was like that kind of thing. Um, what about wow. you, Jasmine? Yeah. What, what was your experience like? Yeah, maybe similarly, I feel like I never had a lot of talk. So I grew up with an Asian mother and a Caucasian father. Right. He's very just like American, you know, <laughs> born. Yeah. In, uh, well, he wasn't born in America, but he grew up in America and he's very American. And so we never had the talk. That being said, I think that I was always a very good kid. And so I think there is always this expectation that right. I would do what's right. So when it came to dating, I never really even asked my parents. So like you were a better child than me. You just straight up asked your parents (laughs) for my very first boyfriend. And I will say, I I always talked to a lot of boys when I was younger. I was boy crazy. Uh, But for my very first real boyfriend that I had my sophomore year of high school, I didn't ask my parents. And I also didn't tell them until after we broke up about a month after we dated. Oh my gosh, you're a badass. Yeah. I I know. It wasn't I. I because I just it wasn't even out of fear that they wouldn't allow it. It was out of pure embarrassment. Like, wow, right. my mom's gonna ask to meet him. I think they're really embarrassing. Normal teenage stuff. Right. I will right. say though, kind of like I knew that they they never said you explicitly can't date. Right. And I was always under the impression just knowing them that they would be okay if I had a boyfriend. I don't think they'd ever have a problem if I had a boyfriend versus some parents kind of arbitrarily say you got to be 16 or whatever. And I was like 15 or whatever. I'm going to say there's this one big thing, though, and I'm curious kind of like how this has manifested for you. But I think one thing that I struggled with was that I'm actually the younger sister in my family. There's two girls, just like you. You have two girls, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And my sister is three years older than me. And I always thought that maybe if she dated, I would kind of get a heads up on what's <laughs> okay and not okay, right? right. Like, yeah. is, is she, does she have a boyfriend? Is she allowed to bring the boyfriend home? Is she allowed to date at 16, 17, 18, whatever it is? But Melody decided, oh, I just said my sister name. That's fine. We all know who my sister is. Uh, yeah. But Melody decided to not have a boyfriend in high school. It wasn't until she was in college. And so it kind of left me in this weird area of like, okay, I think I'm I'm kind of paving my own way here. This is un, unchartered territory. But you have a younger sister. So do you think that's been different for her? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I guess like a few things. One is I, I'm curious, like, are you sure that she didn't and she was just hiding it from you? <laughs> like, serious. Wow. Nicole, you're asking the really good question. As an older so, sibling. Yeah. Right. You know what? I guess we never really know. Right? Like she, she could have. If you're I, listening right now, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. That being said, um, I will say she did spend a lot of time with the family when she was in high school, right? Versus right. when I was in high school, my sister was in college. I spent a lot of time out. I spent a lot of time with my friends on the weekends, hanging out with them 24-7. I was out of the house. Versus my sister was in the home. So if she did have a boyfriend, it probably wasn't what I thought of as a relationship in a traditional sense, where you're hanging out with them after school, you're hanging out with them on the weekends. And so even if she did, again, I don't think it was, that means that then she wouldn't be hanging out with him. She'd just be messaging with him, texting, you know, whatever was normal at the time. 
So I think that it could have been a possibility, but it, it probably wouldn't answer the same question of should you be allowed to date? Because listen, I think we're all allowed to just text our crushes and it's no big deal. And our <laughs> parents would not have a problem with it. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so too. And I think to answer your question earlier about, you know, what was the dynamic like for me and my younger sister, just to set context. So like our age gap is eight years. So when yeah, I was wow. in high school, she was in like third or fourth grade when, you know, <laughs> and so it's different because you guys are four years, right? Three years. Yeah. Three years. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So I um, definitely didn't make it like, I didn't try to hide it, but I didn't try to exactly show it either. And just right. because she was so young, it wasn't like she paid attention too much. Um, to my knowledge, I think maybe she did a little bit, but I certainly think, so my sister now is in 10th grade. I started dating junior year, 11th grade. So my sister definitely is now at a point where she is, um, you know, it, uh, of the age where men are interested and she's interested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Yaya, that I'm doing this to you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think like for her style, I think she's very much not sharing with the parents. And I think that's the right way to go. And I think that's what she learned maybe from my failings. Wow. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, I, I I don't know why I did it the way I did. And I'm also curious for you, like, since you started dating sophomore year, was it hard to hide it for that long? I mean, I know you're wow. just out hanging with friends, but how did you, like, like, how were there any stories, any moments where, like, you know, it was almost given away? Yeah, no, I was definitely caught, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. The thing yeah. is, like, I like to say my parents didn't know, but they, they probably did know because yeah. they're parents. Yeah. And, you know, as much as I like to say, like, you don't know me, they know me, right? And they know what I'm doing and stuff like that. I will say there is a big difference. So, wow, I actually just thought of a story that is that really relates to this topic and probably why I hit it. Okay. <laughs> so I actually I'm so excited. I've told you this story before, but whenever I have, so I was recently talking with one of Mark's cousins who is, has teenage children. And she was asking me, Hey, did your parents allow you to date in high school? Because my daughter's asking me, and I don't know if I should say yes. Right? right. Right. And I was like, well, let me think about why did I hide it from my parents? Right. And why would right. potentially her daughter hide it from her? Right. It actually all started when I was very first interested in boys. It was the summer into ninth grade. And Aww. I went to a summer camp. And <laughs> yep. I came back from the summer camp. And at the last day of summer camp, me and my best friend at summer camp had met these two boys. And we all lived in the same area of Iowa. And we all decided that'd be a good idea to like meet up and hang out at the local amusement park for a day. Right. And I remember, of course, like I was a good kid up until that point, whenever you go anywhere, you got to give some phone numbers, you know, ways to contact you while you're there, because I didn't have a cell phone, the names right. of the people. Sometimes my parents would ask for like the names of their parents. I think when I was younger, they would ask for that more. Wow. These are the days also that we didn't have a smartphone. You need to do yeah. That. Yeah. And I, I didn't have a cell phone at the time. Um, and so I remember I asked my dad if I could go to the amusement park and he said, who are you going with? And I said, I'm going with two boys and a girl that I met from camp. Right. And I was very upfront because you have to imagine me as basically an eighth grader going into ninth grade. I had nothing to hide. I'd never had a boyfriend up to that point. Right. Why would I be embarrassed when I think my parents are these like chill <laughs> people that I always yeah. said would allow me to date? Yeah. And it's funny because every single time my dad has retold that story over the year, starting from that <laughs> moment till now yeah. as a 24 year old woman, 
My dad has told it a little differently. Oh, man. He's portrayed it as Jasmine came to me and said, and I said, who are you going with? And she tried to hide it. And she said, I'm going with three of my friends. And I said, who are three of your friends? And then she said, two boys. As in, I was somehow <laughs> trying to hide the fact that I was going with two boys. But me being the smart cookie that I am, I explicitly told him I'm going with two boys and one girl because I thought there's nothing to hide these are just my friends like right. who cares even if I like one I'm not dating one right now right 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 I mean and I gotta I, yeah yeah go ahead I'm just gonna say I think that I think that scarred me a little bit thinking listen if I can't trust you to not make fun of me when it's really nothing can I trust you to not make fun of me when it is something right right exactly I mean and I so, think yeah I think like maybe I could see that being like a scarfuffle there, right? Like maybe, maybe it was something in between where, you know, you're like, Hey dad, going out with some friends, like, and Mm -hmm. he chimes in like Mm -hmm. who, and then you were going to tell him anyway, that it's like, you know, these guys. Right. Um, But it's interesting that it was such different takeaways from like the same event. Yes. I know. It kind of like, it's like, wow, what is my father's perception of me? Right. (laughs) Like, honestly, what type of woman do you take me for dad? Um, And so I will say, I think that because of that, right, I kind of just made this decision that I didn't want to share as much with them because it just, it, it was so embarrassing for me for some reason, obviously as an adult now, it's not as embarrassing. Um, but at the time it was. And so it was really difficult for me to, to hide it when yeah. I was in high school and I wanted to date people or I did date people. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's interesting. So like, it sounds like though, from, from this reaction that your dad had, it wasn't like, you know, he was still supportive of you going and he may have like made fun of you for, having like you know an experience like that or maybe going with a boy and there was like a romantic thing and you were hiding it but it wasn't the fact that they didn't necessarily approve of it that made you hide it it was just more the awkwardness of of this coming up yeah exactly as in I I think that if my parents ever explicitly told me you're not allowed to date someone I probably wouldn't have dated but because they never said that, I felt comfortable enough to date, but not comfortable enough to like share it openly with them. Right, right. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow. So and then yeah, and that was your entire like college experience. But so I mean, what about <laughs> what about later on though? I mean, I'm like so this is like ninth into tenth grade. But yeah. you know, you mentioned that you had a relationship. Were you dating this boy for <laughs> this boy? Um, for like a long time into, into, no, so, yeah. <laughs> so my first boyfriend that I had when I was a sophomore, we only dated for a month. <laughs> oh man. The trials and tribulations of high school. Let me tell you, it felt like a really long month to me. Oh man. <laughs> and you know, what's interesting. I feel like I kind of was the, I don't know, like the poster child for what parents don't want their kids to get into, which oh, my I was God. a sophomore. I was a sophomore dating a senior. Oh, yeah. Of course, it's only two years. But when you're that young, you know, a 15 to 18 year old or a 16, 18 year old, it is a really big difference. Yeah. I mean, you know, in in some states, that's like illegal or something like that. Yeah. Uh, And so, I mean, he was a nice guy. I like there's nothing bad I can really say about him. I honestly don't remember a lot of our relationship. (laughs) Um, but he was, uh, um, 
he was a super nice dude, but it really didn't last long. But I think that I kind of love that. I love that my first relationship was long enough that I actually have some memories from it, but short enough that it wasn't scarring. Yeah, yeah, that's that's all you could ask for, really, that you don't get scarred (laughs) from your first relationship. Seriously. Like, no matter how short it is, like, it's if you have a really negative experience is the first thing. Mm-hmm. It just like sets you off, you know. Um, and yeah. mine was similar too. Even though mine was like, you know, we were one year apart, and it was my junior year. It was basically for that summer because he was going to college because he's a senior. Um, so we dated from like May until August, you know, and it was short, wow. yeah. like sweet, and he was nice. Um, but yeah, did, so did you date any more people after him? Yeah. So. Now I'm trying to think back. Did I date more people? I mean, I know I had a serious relationship after him, which was quite, I'm trying to think, was it quite a while after? I Wow, why am I having such a hard time remembering? It's, high school wasn't that long ago, Nicole. Like, it really wasn't. But I'm just going to say I only had one other relationship, which lasted probably two years in total. It okay. started at my basically the end of junior year so like senior year all throughout senior year and then like partially maybe partially the way through junior year and then partially the way through college so it was like one to two years you know it's like one of those relationships though it's like you don't know if it ends because we kept breaking up and being like we're not broken up but like we kept breaking up so that's why I'm saying anywhere from like one year to two year so it's funny because that relationship like that long one that I had Mm -hmm. that is the reason why I tell people I think it's such a good idea to date in high school yeah yeah I I completely agree with you there and um similar to you I also had like a pretty serious relationship started off in senior year like first semester did it say semester Mm -hmm. quarter um (laughs) did we have quarters or semester no semesters for sure okay thank you um And yeah, so you know that lasted the year, uh, senior year of high school, and then it went into the first two and a half and three years of of college. Um, yeah, it's it's the transition, right, from being almost like an adult to basically an adult. Literally, you're sixteen, seventeen, and then you turn eighteen, and it's it's a really really crazy time. I think you're discovering yourself. You're you you are literally, I think, learning so much in like in like a very like intense period of time and I feel like it only makes sense in some ways when you look back at it um Mm -hmm. like I am so grateful that I had that experience it was a very very like genuine and loving relationship though similar to yours there was a lot of breaking up and getting back together (laughs) a lot of toxicity and it was um, I think that's just I think that's maybe that's just the general theme of the first relationship. Um, do you right. feel like nowadays, like what did you learn or take away from that relationship that you sometimes take for granted that you think um, you still you still kind of live by or think about today? Yeah, I think for me, the biggest takeaway and this like is so I don't know, it sounds so cliche because I think everyone says this. But it's just that relationships are easy, but at the same time, like it's worth it if you work for it. Yeah. And I think like, especially when you're in high school and uh, every small issue just feels like a monumental one. Yeah. I think in reality, you start to learn as you get into adulthood that you do have real monumental issues, right? 
And right. so if you can't even work out those small, like dumb ones that you have in high school, how are you supposed to make a relationship work even in the real world when things are like really difficult uh, later on in life? And yeah. I'm actually like curious because I think that you and I both had such positive, I mean, yeah. I'm not, we both admitted toxicity and all this sort of stuff, but <laughs> we look back on the experience very fondly and think yeah. about all the positive things that it brought. And I think what we're hearing is that both of both you and I are very like pro having a relationship, obviously, if you want one. So yeah. my question is then, why do you think so many parents are against it then? Like, what is the nitty gritty? What are parents afraid of in these cases? Um, That's a great question. I think like by nature, parents, because they've lived a whole life ahead of you, um, they are just more risk averse, you know, and I think sometimes they underestimate the value of making decisions for yourself. Like that in itself is the value. It's not that you make the right or wrong decision. It's the fact that you came to it yourself, right? Nicole, that was so insightful. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. You know, I'm just just ready to be a parent. No, just (laughs) I, I can't even keep a basil plant alive. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, so I think there's that to it. And I think, um, you know, if you have a risk averse type of mindset as a parent, because, you know, your job is to protect, or you think your job is to protect your child, um, which I'd argue it, that's not the only job, right. It's also to like instill decision-making and judgment. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you think about it as like, it's just a general risk for you to make those types of choices. And it's right. I mean, it's it's true. Like you do become who you surround yourself around and mm-hmm. you become um, subconsciously as well as consciously impacted by someone that you're so close to. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, subconsciously could be something like what you value or what's important to you. Right. If you date someone who finds certain things important over time, just by spending a lot of you know time together, you're probably mm-hmm. going to your values will shift. So that's a risk. And, you know, I think parents are scared that if it's, if it's the wrong match, like you could go down a, you know, a bad path. And then the second is, I think, I think parents are just also scared of, you know, getting hurt or you using those values and making kind of the wrong call for your life. So an example, could um, when my senior year, when I was applying to colleges, um, I, like wanted to go to film school a bit. So I did apply to mm-hmm. a couple film schools. And I also applied to some like state schools for safety and just general, like that was what you did. I did not apply to this one state school that was in my city. So I'm from Philadelphia. Um, mm-hmm. Just because it wasn't of interest to me. It wasn't a bad school. It just like wasn't the one that I wanted to go to. But my, you know, boyfriend at the time, he did. And, mm-hmm. you know, we were navigating long distance because you know, like senior year, you're about to get shipped off to any state, you know, start this new life. And naturally, we wanted to be together. So there was a there was a true like series of weeks where I was considering applying to this school, so that we could go together. That is a huge decision. And so my mom and I got into such a heated fight because Oh, my gosh, it wasn't even me over me going, it was over me applying, because she was afraid that if I applied and got in that I would go. So she right. just like would not allow it. And I think before I, I personally even got to think about the decision, like whether or not I wanted to go, I was stopped from even considering because I wasn't allowed right. to apply. And I think that right. caused a huge rift at the time. Looking back, you know, I see why as parents, um, 
they feared that I would make that decision. And I, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. end up going to the school and I'm glad I went to the mm-hmm. school I did. And I'm so, mm-hmm. I, I am genuinely glad that I didn't change my future for my partner. And I'm glad he <laughs> didn't either. But the thing is like, I never got to exercise judgment there because I didn't get to apply and then decide for my own good that, you know, um, it, yeah. it wasn't right for me. And to be quite honest, Jasmine, like we were quite like, you know, puppy love, like in love. I don't know right. if I would have picked the school that I did. If, right. if my parent, my mom didn't stop me. So, I mean, yeah. I, it's, 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 you know, it's one thing I, I preach about independence and, and all this stuff, but it's, it's sometimes tricky. Um, sometimes these decisions and my parents stopping me did matter. So. Right. Actually, I think that brings up a good point that I didn't really consider in this, but I will say, you know, there aren't that many really huge life changing decisions when you're younger. And I think college is one of the big things that you choose. Right. That being said, my parents were never really had a view of like, what's a good school and a bad school. They're like, just go wherever you want. Like, you know, you want to go to a state school in Iowa, you can go to a state school in Iowa. If you want to go to Harvard, like you can try to go to Harvard. And so probably for me, there was never that that fear from my parents, because they're, you know, if I went and made a dumb mistake, I'd still go get an education. But I can imagine certain parents feel very strongly about that, right? Yeah. And they feel like their kid is literally throwing their future away right? for a boy. And I guess, I guess is that you want to protect your kids from things. But at the same time, it's like there are so many things that we don't force our kids to do, even though we know there's something better for them, right? Like your kid could come to you tomorrow and say, I want to be a painter and not go to art school and just like paint on the side and like sell my paintings on the street. Right. And I think that that you would say some parents would be like, you know what? Okay, just try it out. Fail for yourself. And so the question is like, why aren't we the same way about like the, our kids? Like if they date and they end up going to that school, they break up and they're like, this is the worst decision. Then maybe they got to go through the process of transferring schools and, figuring out that. And I don't know, it definitely, I get it because it feels like stakes are so much higher. Yeah. Right. But I don't know. It's rough because I would, I'd like to think kind of like circling back to the beginning here, but I'd like to think that I I would let my kids make their own decision and I would try to provide advice. Right. And say, you know, in your situation, I think it was really interesting. I would try to provide advice. And say, you know, do you really know what you're entering here? But I definitely wouldn't push to the point, or I'd hope I wouldn't push to the point of getting in a fight. Yeah, you're you're totally right. It it, it is hard, and it's even harder for us to imagine because we're not in that position yet. But I will say that I like to think that if my mom had not intervened and I did end up applying, that I would have eventually come to my senses. It's mm-hmm. really, really hard to know, right? Because the way that it is. reality works is one outcome. You can never go back and, you know, A-B test, um, <laughs> right? But I do think like so much, so much easier said than done. But it's like, it goes back to that analogy of like teaching someone to fish as opposed to like fishing or making decisions for them. I think yeah. what my parents instilled in me and like what was underestimated was that a few things. My parents like, you know, it's different in communist China, but they were each other's first loves. They were like neighbors um, in the same alley. And my dad went to Panama for work for four years and they wrote each other love letters and stayed together and did long distance. Um, And also like, 
and I think my mom was quite an independent woman. And I think credit to her, she instilled in me this idea that, you know, if something was meant to be, if two people like were matched together, distance, you know, at least a short amount of it wouldn't like necessarily dispel that. And I think that's Mm -hmm. true because like my boyfriend and I dated for three years long distance um, afterwards Mm -hmm. and we broke up not because of the distance, but because we actually grew apart. Um, Yeah. Right. So I think like, I think that was instilled in me and that would have been a reason why I chose not to go to that school that we both got into or both wanted to apply to, because I think I would have known better and I think I would have known that, you know, if it was meant to last, no matter where I go, like it would work out, you know? And I think right. I also knew at the time that I should focus on my own, my own stuff. Cause I'm becoming a person I'm 17 years old and I have like yeah. a long future ahead of me. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't exactly know it again. It's hard to go back and, and think what would have happened. Yeah. That just reminded me, we're going to have to have a whole nother podcast just about long distance relationships. Yeah, um, yeah, because I think that there's a lot to dive into there. And I have a lot of thoughts over the years. And I feel like they've certainly changed depending on the stage of life I'm in. So right. let's pocket that for another time. Um, I'm going to conclude today just again, point blank asking like, is there a right age? Do you think right. it's like 13, 14, 15? If you had to choose, like, do you think there's a right age to start letting your kids date? Um, that's a great question. And I'll give you a short answer because I know like um, time and everything. But uh, I think there's a the right mindset. I think the age is different for oh, every kid. But I think yeah. the kid needs to like be mature or on some level. You know, I just talked mm-hmm. about like the principle thing. If I didn't learn about like what a good relationship in my mind was, if I had no idea, I think it would, I would not have been ready. But I was glad that like yeah. I had a model where I was like, I think this is what love is. I think love is right. like something that doesn't, you know, can overcome physical distance for some period of time. Yeah. Um, so wherever that age is, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm curious. Depends what, what on do you the person. Think? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I think that I actually have a similar viewpoint where it's not a hard line, but I'm going to actually say this. I think that you can, kids can date at any age, but mm-hmm. I think what changes is the type of dating you allow. If my kindergartner wanted to date, sure. I think <laughs> that just means a play date at our house. Right. You know, they get married, the kindergartners. Yeah. 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 So they can do that. And when they're in middle school, it'd probably be supervised group hangs. Right. And when they're in high school, <laughs> maybe there'd be some alone time. So I think the answer for me is, listen, I'm okay with my kids dating at any age, but I think it's just to what extent am I allowing that to be in their lives? Right. right. Um, and I think that that is a maturity factor where, you know, I don't think, you know, a 13 year old should be going out with a 16 year old or whatever. <laughs> But if you want to, you want to date and you want to hang out in the living room while I'm cooking in the kitchen, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in, in some like cheesy way too, like, I think when your first or second, like love or relationship is really special, no matter what age it's at, whether it's 25 (laughs) or 15, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's so genuine. Right. And it's, you're, you're young at an age where you're not thinking about like uh, surface level things. You're not thinking about money or like futures. It's just so genuine. So I think everyone should have that experience, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that is it today for our podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. And we uh, please tune in next time for probably a podcast (laughs) on long distance relationships. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thanks for hosting. Bye. Bye.